Welcome to Your Home Fitness Podcast, brought to you by PowerBlock. On this week's episode, we are diving into part two with personal trainer Chris Proctor. Some big, awesome things that we get to dive into today are women and getting bulky if they start to work out. That's a big one that I've heard, yes, a misconception, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Also, I remember you asking, what is the craziest thing that you have been asked mm-hmm. as a personal trainer? Yes. So there are some really fun moments in this episode that I'm really looking forward to showing all of you. Yeah, it's a good casual conversation interview style where I sit down and grill the two of you on your expertise of personal training knowledge, and it turned out to be a lot of fun. I really enjoyed this episode, so I'm looking forward to rolling out part two for all of our listeners at home. Sounds good. Dig it. Cue the music. Let's jam. All right, let's let's uh, kick this one into overdrive and see what we can come up with. Yeah, overdrive, right. he said. Right. Raga, raga. It's Monday, 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 and we're ready to rock your face off on the uh, Your Home Fitness Podcast. That's staying in. Oh, please don't. Welcome back. <laughs> Why would I not use that? Because it's ridiculous. Oh, ridiculous is the best. <laughs> I'm I'm keeping that in, Bun. Welcome back to Your Home Fitness Podcast. Well, thank you for having me back. Yeah. I appreciate it. Power Block. Power Block, home of the world's best dumbbell. You got it. It is. Powerblock.com. Yeah, check us out. Anyway, welcome back, brother. Thank it's you. It's good to have you. And it's good to have you, too. Thanks for coming back to the studio. It's oh, always a pleasure. I would never miss it. Uh, bun. Yes. Bun. Kitty. Fun. Fun with Bun. Fun with Bun. We had a lot of fun last week, Bun. We did have a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. Chris Proctor was an amazing guest. I thought he was so good that we should probably keep going on that episode. I think you're right. Because yeah. I remember, I mean, obviously we had to cut it off. Your time is extremely precious to us, right? So thank it you is. for being here. Yes. We are going to play the second part of last week's episode. I think that's an excellent idea. Because there was a lot of things that we didn't get to cover that I think that our listeners really deserve to know to yeah, hear yeah uh, the last question is by far my favorite so teaser the last question is rad so stick stick around stay tuned yeah we've got personal trainer chris proctor uh and dan is going to shoot us some more rad questions rad exactly. dan my man yeah, we're going to keep firing them off so Boom shakalaka it's welcome a, back it's a fun episode and most of the time when we're recording intros we don't really know it's going to be a great episode and that's see but that's cool too spoiler alert it's awesome. Yeah. It's by far be one awesome. of my favorite episodes we've ever recorded here at the PowerBlock Studio. I would have to agree with you on that. So let us know, PowerBlock. Let us know, podcast at powerblock.com. I just want to keep saying the word PowerBlock, PowerBlock, PowerBlock. <laughs> let us know what you think about this episode, the next episode, what you think about everything. If you have a topic that you would like us to talk about on air, if you have yeah. a guest that you think would be awesome here in the studio or over on Zoom interview, Jamola, please let us know. Get a hold of us. Also, I want to throw down one more thing before we get into Chris Proctor. Yes, please do. Is as we're going through all of these transformation stories, like, you know, Chris and I are talking about personally training people. Yes. If you have had a success story that you want to share with us here at PowerBlock, yeah. whether you're using PowerBlocks or not, yeah. we actually want to share your success story on air. We can do that? How How would someone get a hold of us if they wanted to share their story with us? I think the best way to do that is to send us an email to mystory@powerblock.com. And let us know how PowerBlock helped to change your life or yeah, just how your life changed in general. We want to hear your success stories. We want to celebrate with you. Absolutely. Yeah. Celebrate. Yeah. Celebrate good times. 
Okay, cool in the gang. Let's keep. Uh, I am cool in the gang. <laughs> Check it out. You are. Let's you keep are, rolling. You're cool. I'm the gang. Dig it. All right. Let's get Chris Proctor Part two. back on. Part two. Check it out. Pew, pew, pew. You're listening to Your Home Fitness Podcast brought to you by PowerBlock. After the show, you should check out PowerBlock.com and you'll find a wide array of adjustable dumbbells and accessories. Along with an insightful blog, trendy apparel, high-quality workout and exercise videos, PowerBlock has everything you need to get you ready for a summer full of fun. And now, back to the show. I'm a woman. I am right now. Oh. Very nice. And Very nice. I'm worried. Think, hey, you know, change happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm worried that lifting weights is going to make me bulky. I was waiting for this one. Yeah. Mm. Can you address I that? I as a woman. Can I Can I yeah. go first? Yeah. I as a woman. Oh, yes. I, I was yes. going to defer to you. Thank Absolutely. you very much. I as a woman call BS because lifting weights has only made my physique more strong, more toned. Yep. Uh, and absolutely has aided in almost everything I do in life. Lifting yeah. weights has made my sex life better. It's made my mental health better. It's made my ev- everything. And I don't feel I don't feel bulky at all. I feel nice <laughs> and trim and sleek in physique. Now within the bulk, it's really difficult uh, as a woman for someone without that much testosterone to bulk and build muscle like a male with testosterone. So that's one thing is when women are like, it's going to make me bulky. We don't necessarily have the chemical makeup to make ourselves look bulky. Uh, And a lot of supplementation, a lot of the crazy stuff that the celebrities were doing has a lot to do with why women can look bulky. Do you want to throw yeah. down on that? I say no. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's absolutely really isn't a concern for the vast majority of the population. As you said, I, I could I could do the same program and you could do the same program and, and I'm going to just have the ability or the, the potential to build more muscle than you do. Right. That's just a fact. That's physiology. Um, you know, one of the biggest eye openers, I actually um, did this for a client years ago when I was when I was still working in a, in a studio. Um she was very concerned about that, you know, I, and, and this, this is, and this is a phrase I hear a lot of times from women. So it's not me saying this. They say, I don't want to look like a man. Okay. I, so yeah. It, and so I had a client who, who was <laughs> like, she got, she got lean. She was building, she was building muscle, losing fat. I mean, in my opinion, she looked fantastic, but she was concerned. She's like, Oh, look how big I've gotten, blah, blah, blah. So I said, okay, hold on. I went and got the tape measure. And I measured around her belly and I measured around her arms. And I was like, they're actually smaller. So this whole idea that you're going to, you know, balloon up and, you know, be you know walking around like this as a female is just, it's just not realistic. And I, and I want to see more, I'd love to see more women embracing that and understanding that because, you know, what, one of my favorite things I've, I've seen uh, out on the, uh, on the interwebs is strength is never a weakness. Right? Oh, I love and that building building strength and lifting weights. I just did a, I just did a, I think I did a video about this yesterday about how important it is um, to start resistance training, whether it's weights, machines, whatever. It's so important for not only your health but your overall quality of life. Bingo. Like we're all going to be 65, 70, 75 someday, God willing. I don't want to be the guy that needs a walker and needs help to get around, and and neither should anybody else and lifting weights and getting strong and building muscle. I mean, if you're looking for a biohack or something that's going to help with longevity, that's it. That's it. Biohack for the win. 
Yeah. You know, I 100%. mean, picking up power blocks from the ground when you're taking them with you everywhere because they're so convenient, Sport 24s. When yeah. you're picking them up from the ground, <laughs> right? It's like picking casual, up your groceries. Well, hey, you know what? We're sponsored by Power Block and I love my company. So That's right. what I'm trying to say is when you're picking up power blocks or any weights, it's just like picking up groceries from the floor or like picking yeah. up your child. I yeah. want to bring up that it's not going to make you bulky per se. And I know we're kind of tangenting, but yeah. lifting weights has the potential to help every single part of your life, every aspect of your life by making Everything. you strong. Strong is sexy. Am I right? Yep. Holla, yeah. holla. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's, there's literally, literally, in my opinion, no one who shouldn't be lifting. I no agree. One. I agree. Yes. Yeah, I like it's, it. It's, it's so important. And I feel like it, and uh, you know, I think what's even uh, another important point that I think I, I skipped over is that um, it allows you to continue participating in the activities that you enjoy. Because to me, it's it's really sad when somebody comes to me and is like, oh, I'm so out of shape. I can't play tennis anymore. Or I can't hike or I can't do this. Like lifting all helps with that. I love it. Lifting all helps it. with that. Yeah. Even rock climbing. Yeah. Helps Very all. Yes. I, I didn't say that right. He's a rock climber. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Even rock climbing. So if I understand <laughs> you guys correctly, and I think there's a, you know, a, a kind of a link to the previous question in this as well, too, that as a woman, if your goal is to get bulky, you're going to have to put in a lot of extra work. Yes. Because <laughs> you're not, I would agree. You're not going to get bulky by accident. Yeah, no, that's a no, good way to put it. You're yeah, not going to get bulky by yeah. accident. It's going to yeah. be completely yeah. intentional. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what people say. Oh, I don't want to end yeah. up looking like a bodybuilder. Yeah. Do you know how hard it is to look not, like a bodybuilder? It's not just something yeah, you exactly. wake up one day and do. Like, yeah, exactly. Whoa, like, oh, oh, God, I have 20 inch <laughs> arms. How did that happen? <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. Nice job, Chris. <laughs> okay, great. It doesn't happen by accident. I love nice it. Nice job. No. I love it. No. Okay. Happy accident. All right. Next question um, <laughs> How dangerous is weightlifting? Ooh. Oh, Ooh. how dangerous is weightlifting? Yeah. Um, you go ahead, man. Brother. You got you. Yeah, you guys have been on my feet, haven't you? Um, so, yeah. I, I, this you is know, where we got I, all of I our think, questions from your feet. Uh, hey, no, I'm just awesome. kidding. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, if it's a if it's an appropriate program, I think the danger is very limited. I mean, you can't you can't eliminate risk from everything we do. Right. You know, you go for a walk. That's risky. You get Dig hit it. by a car. Yep. We mitigate we mitigate this risk by what? Wearing reflective clothing, staying on the sidewalk, walking with traffic, blah, 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 whatever. With a lifting program, the the danger, I think, is really directly proportional to how well the program is executed, how appropriate it is. Now, if you want to talk about somebody who's never lifted before and thinks they're going to walk into the gym on day one and pull a one rep max deadlift, I'd say that's I'd say that's pretty dangerous. However, if you're hiring a qualified coach or you are educated on how to progress a program and appropriately implement it, you know, I don't think it's inherently a very dangerous activity. I mean, it's all about, how, again, how it's, how it's executed, um, how it's progressed, because most people in my experience get hurt when they're doing things they shouldn't be doing. Bingo. I'm going to say form always. Form is first. And the way that we stop injury or the way that we make lifting or any activity less dangerous is by watching our form, watching our spatial yeah. awareness and being mm -hmm. logical with it. Like you yeah. said, you're not going to go from couch to lifting. Uh, holy crap. Like it's yeah. just not going to happen. Being realistic yeah. with your expectations of your results yes and also yeah. i love how you said it's usually when people are doing things wrong that they know they're not supposed to be doing um, yeah. for example yeah. like bosu balls right like the half bosu 
I had a trainer, no crap. I had a trainer that had like four of them on the ground, almost like Super Mario, yeah. and started bouncing yeah. from one to the other. The last one, he landed on it incorrectly. It flipped out from him and he landed, cracked his head. And I was like, Talker. this is my trainer? Mm. And it really kind of put things into perspective as to if you're trying to show off, trying to be bigger britches than, you know, or trying to yeah. step into an image type of a thing, that's dangerous because you're yeah, not thinking yeah. logically about what you can perform safely. Yep, hundred um, percent. So. And you see it. You see it on Instagram, right? You see these people who are clearly just posting things for for likes and comments. Right. And you know, I don't ever want to see anybody get hurt. But when people are doing things like that and they do get hurt, I'm kind of meh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, what, what like, do you expect? What do you expect, though? A hundred percent. It's like it's like, you know, it's like talking to my kids. My my daughter is like, she's a gymnast. She's always jumping around. Honey, please don't do that. You're gonna get hurt. Don't do that. And then, boom, uh, she gets hurt, and I'm like, eh. yeah. <laughs> Same idea. Oh. Yeah. Well, I told you. I told you so. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's. I think the vast majority of the time that and and honestly, uh, crap happens, right? In the gym, sometimes you can be very focused doing things appropriately and something just happens but it's very i think it's very rare for somebody to get hurt in the gym when they're doing things appropriate to their ability levels bingo yes yes and yep. a lot of things that has a lot of times it has something to do with someone else doing something incorrectly where you kind of are guilty by association yeah, uh, yeah. so that spatial awareness like i was saying and just being very cognizant of your ability yeah yep. i love it and, and the mirror thing, I think, is really, you know, having mirrors is really important, too. It's not about, you know, being vain or, or you know, flexing in the mirrors. That's not they're it's not? they're good to keep an eye on yourself, especially if you're somebody who trains on their own. I thought it was all about looking good. Where's the gym? <laughs> I, I was just trying to be nice. <laughs> no, that's fabulous. I love it. And uh, Kitty, that story struck me a lot funnier than it probably should have. Yeah, I mean, he was jumping I'm, from mushroom to mushroom, and I, it was like, oh, no, Mari, uh, no. You, you know oh on the God. bottom of those things, it literally says, do not stand on I this do. side? Yep. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. Uh, so, you kind of get what you get. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, you I, only get what you get. Yeah, I, I really have a bad case of schadenfreude when it comes to that type of stuff. But anyways, <laughs> all right. <laughs> that was a big word. Moving right that along. That was. Yes. Schadenfreude. It's a German word for taking pleasure at the misfortune of others. Is that what it Look means? Look it up. It's true. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So. Okay, Dwight. Shoot, this I love is it. why I love it. <laughs> it. We learn things. I'm learning new words. I love this. See? Thank you. Uh, Nothing beats that. I'm not the only one learning stuff today. There so. you go. Okay. Let's move on to the next question here. Uh, should I should I shed a few pounds before I start working out? I hate this question. Yeah. Oh, I hate this go ahead, Kitty. question. Go ahead, Kitty. Have at it. I, yep. I always used to get... Um, so I did rebounding, which was a, a, a low-impact cardio, and I taught these classes, and everyone I came up to, instead of saying, that scares me, or... I, I am afraid of looking bad. They would say, I need to drop like 10 pounds before I come to your class. Yeah. And at the end of that, that portion of that you know, part, part of my career, whenever anyone said that to me, I literally just smiled and walked away because I couldn't, I couldn't hang. Yeah. I want to be like, that's like saying, you know how they say, pop one tire or something like that it's like popping one tire i, I don't know like what it's like blowing what? up your car because you have a flat tire yeah, what the hell <laughs> yeah yeah where what logic is that where did that even come from where did that rumor come from because i want to squash the crap out of it right meow i yeah. call bs <laughs> if you want to start start now don't wait because you're going to be waiting a long time yep 
Yeah. Uh, oh, I would agree with that wholeheartedly. And I think I think part of that attitude might be part of it, not to get all like psychological, but I think part of that is a defense mechanism because people are overweight. They know they're unhealthy, right? They mm-hmm. come to us, they hire us, they know they need help. And I think maybe part of that is that they want to they want to be in a little bit better shape. So maybe it's not as potentially embarrassing when they do start. Um, that being said, no, I think it's ridiculous. I think, you know, if you're, you're hiring a coach, you're going to a class, you're, you know, you're doing that to help you achieve those goals. So to me, it's very much, it's very tantamount to like saying like, oh, uh, my cleaning person's coming tomorrow to clean my house. So I got to clean up. That's a very good, yes. (laughs) You know, that's Um, a good way to put it. So I think, yeah, I think, I think I, I, I kind of understand where people are coming from when they say that at times, but yeah, it doesn't doesn't really make much sense and, and and yes we're coming from the the perspective of training we're coming from the perspective mm-hmm. of coaching people and working with people that obviously do not necessarily feel as good as they want to so therefore that's mm-hmm. why they're hiring us i want to bring yeah. it back to meeting people where they're at again because yeah. that's a huge part yeah. of it but at the same time meeting them where they're at is also um creating <laughs> space for their inspired action to actually happen Does that make sense? If they've already said, I want to do this, and then they talk themselves out of it, it is because it is a defense mechanism and it's because they don't want to look bad psychologically. So to create that space to meet them where they're at, but also say, hey, maybe just try five to 10 minutes of it or feel free to to leave in in the middle um, or something along those lines. What can you do? What are you willing to do right now today? Yeah. Because I guarantee you're not going to go home and lose 10 pounds and come back. I, I didn't see anyone do that. Does that come Right, right. That that probably has never, ever happened. I mean, please make me eat my words. No, no, uh, I've never seen that wrong. happen. And, and you're right. I don't think it ever does happen. You know, it's just them being, um, you know, I think intimidated or just sort of wanting to feel like they're sort of, I don't know, shielding themselves from that reality of like, wow, I'm really out of shape. Yes. But yeah, nobody, nobody ever comes back. They say they're going to lose 10 pounds and then come start with you. They're no, take them off. Take them off your prospect list. They're not coming yeah, back. Yeah, and, and you know what? That's that's exactly it. Take them off of the list until they come back and and prove that that's something that they wanted to do. I'm not saying that that's yeah. not a possibility. Like, absolutely, if you want to lose 10 pounds and then come back to a rebounding class, I'm more than happy to have you at whatever weight or capacity you can give yourself. Yeah, hundred percent. So that's what I would say to them. Yep. And I'm just gonna make a guess here. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm guessing that the two of you have worked with clients who were pretty heavily overweight. I would yes. say, my, yes. yeah, yep. yeah, absolutely. Yep. So showing up overweight to training is not going to shock you guys. Most of my clients no. show up to training yeah. overweight. Yeah. Most yep. of, that's why they're showing up. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, yeah. It's, it's, for me, it's been very rare for the person who is already in decent shape but wants to take it to the next level. Most people that reach out are struggling in some degree, whether it be with their weight, um, physical activity levels, whatever it is. And, and uh, you know, a lot of times those things go hand in hand. People who are sedentary also tend to be overweight and and they need help. And, and again, to, you know, uh, to that point of meeting people where they're at, you need to be able to meet them where they're willing to start, not necessarily where you think they should start. Because again, like I said earlier, what's optimal and what they're actually going to do are not often the same thing. Right. Well, and I I just want to bring up one more point to that as well. If someone comes to you and says, I'm going to lose 10 pounds first before I do this, I would actually, Mm -hmm. with respect, bring up the, do you have the accountability or do you feel like you've had the accountability to make those results happen on your own? Because that's why you're showing up is for an extra added space of accountability. 
And that's what's going to get that 10 pounds off much quicker than you thinking you're going to hold yourself accountable. Like you said, someone who's going from sedentary to lifting a whole bunch of weight, that's exactly what this Mm -hmm. is. If you're sedentary and think that you're just going to magically lose 10 pounds, how are you going to do that? So asking them how they're going to do that process also kind of gets them to reel back a little and say, well, maybe I should start this now. Bingo. That's why you're here. Yep. The accountability is huge. I mean, that's a very basic principle of success, right? If If you're sort of... Um, you know, answering to somebody, it's, you're much more likely to be successful with, with anything. It doesn't matter if it's fitness, because, you know, if you're, you know, that client is going to go home and say, oh, I'm just going to lose this first 10 pounds. But it's very easy for them to say, "Ah, you know, that new episode of Ozarks on Netflix. I want to watch that. (laughs) Name drop. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know know what what you're watching, Chris. (laughs) You know, I've actually, I watched the first episode. I haven't gone back to it yet. I, I just haven't um i'm not gonna but, ruin uh, anyway it not gonna ruin it yeah no <laughs> uh you know it's very it's very easy when you don't have a trainer who's gonna reach out and be like hey you know texting you you were supposed to be at the gym today at 5 30 i didn't see you what happened yeah it's a lot easier to blow that off when nobody's gonna be asking where you're at exactly are you working out with marty yeah. bird like come on come on no <laughs> we're not gonna be texting that i love it all right I love go it. ahead okay moving on how much do i need to work out in order to enjoy my double bacon cheeseburger every Friday night. Oh, oh man. You can't out-train a bad diet. <sighs> Amen. Yeah. Ooh. That's another you know, one that's, from my favorite coach. Yeah, that's, I love that. Um, you know, I think, you know, I think for me, I, I don't want people to start looking at exercise as sort of, punishment or retribution for the way they ate and and i also don't think people should establish this relationship with food where they're eating eating something but they're saying oh i can have this i can just do an hour of exercise i'm i'm a big and we probably talked about this last time i'm a big everything in moderation guy Mm. um you know if you want to have that double cheeseburger once in a while i think that's totally fine Uh, but establishing these sort of precedents or relationships where you're just going to say you know, oh, well, as long as I work out six times a week, I can go to McDonald's twice a week or mm-hmm. three times a week, you know, and, and you know, I, I don't think that's a good way to approach nutrition or or fitness at all. So, um, you know, that's a tough one to say. I very rarely tell people not to eat any particular food unless there's a medical reason for it. I, you know, I don't think I there's a necessary reason to eliminate things completely. Mm-hmm. Um but it also, you know, again, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you said, I do not tell someone to eliminate it unless it's medically going to be a yeah. problem. Like your sugar, your, yeah. you know, uh, you know, obviously yep. diabetes, 100%. things like that. Yeah. Where I am at with it is I grew up, I grew up, my family is obsessed with dieting and food. My grandma, the oh, only thing she talks about is keto, keto, Atkins, Atkins, carbs, carbs, you know, and I, I just grew up with it. So... Yeah. What I learned is if I told or if someone told my grandma she couldn't have something, guess what she craved? Mm-hmm. Guess what she ate a lot of yeah. and then beat herself yeah. up for eating it. Yeah. So now yep. she's on what's called dirty keto where they don't pull much of anything. Yeah, I don't I don't know what that means. But hey, if it does it for her, it does it for her. She's yeah. on something called dirty keto and she's like, I can have that apple if I want it. I can have that piece of cake if I want it. But if you tell me that I can't have it, I'm going to crave it and I'm going to eat it all the time. So yeah. that's just kind of saying that the psychological thing, if I tell you, no, Dan, you cannot, under any circumstances, go and have that double bacon cheeseburger, baby, you're going to probably mm-hmm. go eat three. Yep. And I'm just I'm just yeah. saying that's that's humans mm-hmm. in general. Yeah, oh yeah. 
Um, what I would say is, you like I said, you know, you can't out-train a bad diet, but also being intuitively cognizant of what feels good to your body and also does that bacon double cheeseburger even make you feel good the next day? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So paying good attention point. to your body and being yeah. present to yeah. how your body is telling you if yeah. you yes. deserve, not deserve, but yeah. is it safe to eat this or not? Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah. where I would go with it. I, yeah, yeah, and I think I think that's really that's a, a really great insight because you have to look at those things. And and you're exactly right when we when we tell people you know they get into this restrictive you know restrictive dieting whatever it is, um, it it almost always leads to that restrict 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 binge. And then mm-hmm. back to, you know, back to square one. Right. And, and it is, it is very much a human trait. It's that, that idea of the forbidden fruit, right? right? Oh, We're oh rebels. you know, you now, right. And it, like all of a sudden this double cheeseburger is up on this pedestal. <laughs> oh, I have to have this. Um, yeah. Yeah. Exa- yeah. It's got the shiny exactly. light coming yeah. out from Hell it. Yeah. 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 Um, so for me, yeah, I, I think, you know, I, I've two instances in the past, like, two years where I've told people to eliminate something. One was because I, it was a client that had a gluten allergy. So if, you know, it was making her stomach hurt whenever she ate it. So I referred her to a, um, a nutritionist or an RD or something, and they figured out that she had a gluten allergy. Okay. So she eliminated gluten and that really helped her out a ton. Uh, the other instance was a, uh, a cousin of mine who was talking to me about, about McDonald's. I'm not sitting here trying to villainize McDonald's, but that's what it was about. And he said, he said to me, um, he was asking me about it. And I said, I said, listen, there's no, there's no reason you can't have it once in a while. And he said, no, you don't understand. I'm either not going to have it at all, or I'm going to be there five days a week. And I said, oh. okay, then you can't have it at all. All or nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. But right. I, very rarely, I, I really try to stay away from that for exactly those reasons. It doesn't, doesn't typically work out. I mean, there's, there's some people who can do that, but for the most part, it, it's just gonna you know at some point they crash and burn them. yeah crash and burn yeah. yes restrict restrict yep. restrict rebel i love it yep i love it yep. uh, speaking of mcdonald's real quick not to villainize i was just talking to uh someone about the fact that iceland no longer has mcdonald's really did you hear about that no and no. they have a big mac or a, a hamburger like at the site where the Mc- the last mcdonald's used to be that they have it mm. in like a, a case and it has not molded mm. it has not <laughs> changed look at all since they stopped serving mcdonald's however many years ago so so are something you, are to you think about are you insinuating those are not fresh ingredients <laughs> does your how does your body feel does your body feel safe Eating that, pay attention to your body. <laughs> that's what I would say about Mickey oh D's. So that's interesting. Was that was that a health initiative? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. I'm actually. I'm gonna. I'm look I'm that gonna, up. I'm writing this. I think it's Iceland or Greenland. One of the lens. That's really I think it's Iceland. interesting. Yeah. Go okay. ahead. Okay. And and we'll do an episode on that villainizing villainizing the cheeseburger. <laughs> Good. So, JK, JK. So I love your answer. So if I can sum everything up, moderation is important. Bingo. And yes. if I can reduce all of your brilliance down into one cheap bumper sticker, <laughs> do, it's, it, do it. Give it to me. Don't train to eat. Eat to train. Oh. Uh, oh. That's sexy. You need to put that on a bumper sticker. <laughs> Don't train to eat. Eat to train. Yeah. Again, you guys, I, the, I, you guys are the professionals. I'm just the comic. We're going to take the royalties so. from that one, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, we're going we're to have to put our heads together and turn yep. that into some Someone kind of get business on that. venture. Get on um, that. Yeah, I think I think that's really important. I always I always try to tell people that like your nutrition should always complement what you're trying to do in the gym, right? If you're trying to build tons of muscle, focus on your protein. If you're an endurance athlete, you got to look at your carbs. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's your nutrition it, it, you shouldn't be 
sort of training at trying to train off what you ate mm. you know for a lot of those reasons like i like i just That's talked about but yeah for sure i mean your your diet should complement what you're trying to accomplish in the gym i agree yes your diet should complement mm. what you were trying to accomplish in the gym because like yeah. you said if you're training and then eating a burger you're pretty much just maintaining exactly where you're at and if that's what you want to do cool like but just exactly. be aware be aware that if we're trying to make gains if we're trying to make results happen that we're going to yes. have to pull out some cheeseburgers or maybe some cheesecakes yep. something like that cheesecake <laughs> yep. i love cheesecake for sure tiramisu okay um <laughs> next question for you here i had a protein shake for breakfast i've had six protein bars throughout the day how much protein do i really need Ooh, that's wow. a good one wow your bathroom break is going to be really <laughs> Really intense today. Do you guys have? Do you guys have separate bathrooms? I was gonna say you're gonna use the warehouse bathroom today, Bun. Okay, just for the record, uh, just for the record, this isn't actually true here. So, six? oh, thank, wow. thank you. I'm glad you. Wow. I'm glad you have that disclaimer. Good job. Okay, you take this one, Chris. Go ahead, brother. Okay, so uh, you know, I think again, this is an instance where you need to think about your goals. Um, you know, protein. We know protein is very valuable for a lot of reasons in our diet, right? It helps us to build muscle, helps us to repair muscle, mm. but it also helps make us feel full, which can actually aid in weight loss. So, I would say I typically try to uh, start my clients around thirty percent of their total calories coming from protein. Um, I think the current recommendation right now um, for if you're somebody who's really trying to build muscle is something like 0.7 to one full gram per pound of body weight per day. I've heard that. Which is, yeah, which is, I mean, which is, that's a lot of protein, um, you know, and again, I think that becomes another question of, like I said previously about, you know, what's optimal versus what can you really do? Like for me, I mean, I weigh, I weigh 220 pounds. So, you know, 220 grams of protein for me is a lot, you know, so um, I usually I usually recommend on I go to the lower end of that range. I'll go like thirty percent for people or something like point. I'll stay at that point seven number. Not really. I mean, unless somebody says like, "Hey, listen, you don't understand. I want to get friggin' yoked in the gym. I want you know, I want one gram per pound of body weight or even a little more than that." But for most people, I, I don't think you need that much. What does that mean? What does yoke just mean? Just jacked. Just jacked. <laughs> Huge. It's like yoke, like woke, but for the gym. Yeah, yeah, like I you're actually, at the you're at the top upper echelon like you know that, what's going that, on bro i actually know be. this one i actually know this one that yoke typically refers to the guys with the bigger necks oh like the they traps? were carrying a like an oxen yoke oh oh, yeah. so, oh my goodness th yeah yoked i actually that makes knew sense. that one. that makes yeah. sense oregon trail yeah. i dig that yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. Oregon Trail. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense to me yeah. okay okay yeah all right, moving right along. Okay. Um, yeah, we're going to be cutting a lot of these questions out, but that's okay. That's we're okay. We're having fun. Yeah. We're, we're let's learning do, a lot of stuff. Let's do a couple more I and then, then wrap her up. Yeah. Chris, okay. are you okay with that? For sure. Yeah. Okay, the yeah, last yeah. few questions that I have, these are specifically pertaining to you. So the, I want to know your answers okay. to these questions oh, right here. Dig so, it. Not well, as personal trainer ambassador. Well, correct. <laughs> this is you as a personal trainer. Okay. What's the strangest question you've been asked as a personal trainer? Oh my goodness. Oh, geez. Strangest question I've been asked. Yeah. Most peculiar, caught you off guard, the one you weren't expecting. Uh, oh, yeah, I got one. Okay. <laughs> Go for um, it. I don't know if it's peculiar, but it was pretty inappropriate. Made me feel a little uncomfortable. Um, I had <laughs> a female work. client. Yeah. I had a female client ask me how often my wife and I have sex. I was like, oh, wow. 
That yeah. is not uh, your information to know. Yeah, that's a little out like, of bounds. We're gonna. <laughs> that's out of gonna pocket. File, yeah. yeah, we're we're gonna file that under not something we're gonna discuss. Um, wow, because you don't pay me we, enough yeah, to tell you that, brother. Yeah, that was it. Was a little weird, and it wasn't somebody I was like close friends with or anything, and like nobody that I, I mean, I, I I can't imagine the person I would have that conversation with. So it was really. Well, you're going to tell us the answer to the question, though, aren't you? Oh, boy. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) Guys, I'm kidding. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was super awkward. And I was just kind of like, yeah, okay. I was like, oh, are we we done yet? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's only been 10 minutes. Oh, my. Look at the time. (laughs) Yeah. And we're done. Yeah. Mine would be, um, I actually had a, a female ask me, so if I just train with you and pay you a bunch of money, can you help me grow my boobs so I don't have to pray for a best augmentation? And I'll be what? honest, as a woman, you cannot do a workout to make your breasts bigger. It is impossible. Oh. I've looked. <laughs> <laughs> and it had to do with, can, is, is there a way where I can just put money into you and then you literally transform my body but make sure that the mm. girls are a huge part of it? like huge yeah. part of it uh and i was like no yeah. can do pikachu well yeah and I, unfortunately when you know your breast you i'm sure you're aware your breast tissue a lot of it is fat so if you start losing fat they're actually probably that's gonna get the smaller, problem which is, that's yeah yeah that's the caveat yeah. there like if you yeah, want to lose weight muscle. you're gonna lose you the girls yeah the tna yep. well yep. I, see I, you later i appreciate you saying that kitty because you just saved me 100 bucks an hour so that's great <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> we must, we must, we must increase our. Okay. No? Anybody ever heard that book before? No, just no. me. Okay, mm. never mind. All right, my lady's got it out there. Next question: Why are you a personal trainer? Oh, good one. What inspires oh, you? That, that is a good one. Um, Kitty, you want to go first? Um, I love cheering people on. I love. Mm. I was a cheerleader in high school. Go Huskies! And what I realized <laughs> is. People really deserve and need to be seen and acknowledged and held and created, have space created for them. Uh, And that's something that is one of my biggest talents is creating space for Mm -hmm. others to feel, feel, to feel seen. Uh, And that's why I became a personal trainer because on the underlying foundation of that, you are literally helping by impacting their confidence, their self-esteem, their worth, their deservability in themselves. And that in itself, when they're raising their vibration, it raises the vibration of the world as a whole. Does that connect? Mm -hmm. So the ripple effect, uh, because when I feel good and help others to feel good, then they help others to feel good and so on and so forth. That's why I became a personal trainer is for the ripple effect. Great. Yeah. Chris? Yeah, I love that. And I think think a lot of how I feel is very similar to that. I mean, as somebody who's been on the other side of, of good health and, and been very overweight. I can, I understand what it's like to, um, to feel that way and to not be healthy and not be happy with the way you look. And I know what the health implications are of that. So for me, it's very gratifying to, um, help empower people to realize that they can make those changes that they want. Because I think so many people look at these fitness, Oh, I could never lose 20 pounds. I could never do this. I could Mm. never do that. It's like, no, you can. It's just you have to commit to the process and be consistent with it. And I think, you know, that that 
light bulb moment that people have when they've been educated and they stay consistent and they start to sort of reap some of the rewards of their hard work. I think that's very, very gratifying for me as, as a trainer, just to see them embrace that and be able to chase down their goals, you know, and, and be able to do the things that they once thought were impossible. They thought they were sort of doomed to this lifetime of, you know, back pain or being overweight or not being able to run with their kids. You know, I think that's just incredibly gratifying and rewarding. Absolutely. Yeah. And I love the how you said commit, right? Like they're mm-hmm. committing to something. And the thing about being a trainer, the thing about being a coach is, yes, they may commit to the the process, the the program, right? They mm-hmm. may commit to the trainer. They have, you know, they yeah. commit to the trainer. But the most important thing is these are the support staff for them finally committing to themselves. Yeah. And, yep. you know, it's kind of like holding up this commitment to yourself. And it's really difficult for people to commit to themselves and stay with it and execute that commitment. Uh, so I think being, yeah. being a personal trainer is, like I said, creating space for other people to commit to their own health and wellness. Yeah, very well said. Absolutely. Yeah, I love it. That's yeah. great. Nice yeah. job. High fives, man. Great. Chris, great you nailed it. I had a really good time on this episode. And I've got one more yeah. question oh, for sh- you. Oh, fine, Dan. Uh, this is the last question of the day. So we're going to take She's playing this- us off, Dan. Right? I know. <laughs> Bye, guys. Wait a second. I've got the mic. <laughs> <laughs> this is my show. <laughs> it's not, but I like no, to pretend. No, it's not. I'm just kidding. So- <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not my mic. So for the final question, we're going to wrap up everything that we talked today. What are the three most important questions you should be asking your personal trainer? Now, Mm. feel free to use from the list that we covered today, or if we didn't cover it, throw it in. What are the three most important questions to ask your personal trainer? Mm. What makes you different? I would say like asking a trainer, what makes you different? Or or not not why should I pay you? Mm -hmm. Or what makes you different? What's your niche? Okay. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? Right? Yeah, yeah. I think that I think that's really important. That's absolutely and yeah, and I think I think sort of along those lines, what kind of clients have you worked with in the past? Love it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, have you know if if it's uh, <laughs> excuse me, um, sixty five year old woman coming in and and talks to a trainer who's only worked with uh, high school athletes, you know, may not right. be a good fit. So I think that's a really important question to ask: is sort of what what is the client population that you are used to working with and 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 enjoy working with and have been able to to help guide to success. I think that's a very that's important a great question. One. Yeah. I yep. would then say, um, what results have you yourself gotten? You mm. know, as a personal trainer, uh, you know, did you start, like you said, like you as a personal trainer, like I have these three yeah. XL shorts, like this is, yeah. I've learned through execution because I can only teach from experience. Um, you know, I feel yeah. like a lot of trainers, they go and get these certifications and then they just regurgitate what's in the book, so to speak. Yeah. Where I feel yeah. like if you, are asking a trainer, what experience do you have in what you're trying to teach me so I know that you've gone through this process as well? Or what have mm-hmm. you gone through that's going to make me trust you? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I think that's, yeah, I think that's really important. I think that lends a lot of um, sort of credibility to not, yes. somebody who's like, you know, okay, yeah, you, you've done this before, okay. Um, you know, I would add asking about nutritional philosophies because mm. you know, you know that if somebody says, "Oh, I'm a huge proponent of keto," you know you're somebody who's not in any way interested in restricting your carbohydrates. Bye. Bye. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yes. I think I think those those pre qualifiers are very important. Yes. Uh, and and as crazy as this sounds, right? I love asking people this question, so I would also ask it of my trainer. What do you love about yourself? 
Like, how do you feel about yourself? Because that vibration and that mindset is going to ripple. So mm-hmm. if they're in a in a really bad mindset or if they're not really feeling good about themselves, chances are they're not going to have the capacity to hold space for you to feel better about yourself. Yeah. So I would I would kind of say like, hey, what do you dig about yourself? Oh, I like that. That's a oh, that's good. a that's a. I'm going. And, and I'm, that's I'm going a little <laughs> deeper than this, but yeah. Wow. That's that's <laughs> probably shit, a question guys. that would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a question that that um, you know, that's a question I think would catch trainers off guard. Like, wow, okay. Well, that question um, comes right after. How many times do you and your wife have sex? <laughs> That's a, that's a strong follow-up. I like that. I like that. Uh, you know, for me, I think the third one would be, um, you know, and I'm not sure how, how exactly you might phrase this, but just trying to find out how invested they are in their career. You know, is this yes. somebody who just thought this was just some stupid side gig that they do twice a week and they don't really care? Or is this somebody like, like you or myself who is invested, who has invested the time and the credentials and the experience and the education? Because I think that's very important too, because um, if you have a trainer who's just there for the, you know, there for the paycheck or there because it's something they want to screw around with in their downtime between their quote unquote real full-time job, you know, I don't know if that's necessarily the trainer you want to be shelling out big bucks to, to try and help you get along to whatever you're trying to accomplish. Great point. Great point. How invested are they in yeah. your investment? Yeah. Yep. So I love it. Yeah. Great questions. Awesome. Chris. Yeah. That was yeah. wonderful. Thank you very much for what joining us. What a rad this, episode. This was so much fun. Yeah, we can, I do we this, can yeah this is awesome. I actually, I like the, I like the visual. Yeah. Yeah. yeah big time. Yes. It's nice to see yeah. you brother. Yeah. 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 It's always, it's always great to be able to see you guys. And you know, when you're, when you're just talking on the phone, it's always like, I feel like it's always like that little disconnect. You know yeah. what I mean? 100%. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. thanks for watching. Thanks for being here, Chris. Thanks for, yeah, my pleasure. thanks Dan mm-hmm. for asking all these rad questions. Absolutely. Uh, this might be a two-parter who knows because uh, we, we got into it. We really yeah. did. Yeah. And I, yeah, I we wanna, covered a lot of ground. I want to appreciate your perspective, your expertise, I appreciate at Chris Proctor Wellness. Please feel free to go follow him. He's got phenomenal content and he's a myth buster himself. Like definitely if you have questions about working out, about starting fitness, Chris is a great, great person to talk to. Yes. Thank yeah. you. I really appreciate that. Thank you guys so much for having me on again. I love I love being on with you guys and talking about this stuff. It's uh, super important and it's fun to talk about. So thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Chris. We look forward to right. pushing this out and we look forward to having you yeah. on the blog again. And yeah, we'll yeah. have you back for sure. My pleasure. I'd love awesome. to be on again. Thank you, Thank guys. You, man. Thank Have you, man. Have an much. awesome day. All right. Have a good one. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> nice job, Chris. <clears throat> that was ridiculously awesome. That was fantastic. I, I really feel good about that episode. I think we got a lot of gold nuggets. I think we got a lot of morsels. I think we got a lot of information that's going to be very beneficial yes. to a lot of people. Absolutely. And yeah. the, the way that you ask the questions, I really just want to put out, you know, you you came from a, um, a beginner's mindset right which which i think yeah. a lot of our listeners you know tell me if i'm wrong a lot of our listeners are coming from potentially a business or a, a beginner mindset yeah. or looking to get into what personal training, lifting, yep. strength training, cross training, whatever that may yep. look like. And I think there's a lot of people in the same position as I am who yeah. I work out at home. I've done a lot of workout, but I've never had guidance from a personal trainer right. guiding me along the way. And entertaining thoughts of, I probably should take this to the next level. You know, maybe I should take a step up. Maybe I should talk to somebody. Maybe I should hire a personal trainer. Right. So I think, you know, the number of people who work out versus the number of people who 
hire a personal trainer, there's a big difference. There's a discrepancy. Absolutely. Disparity there for sure. Yeah. And so I think, you know, through today's episode, hopefully we can get a lot of information to people, a lot of, you know, to break down some myths, to break down some, some barriers and to give you some ideas of what to go into when you're working with your personal trainer. What should you be asking? What should you be talking about? What can you expect from those types of things? And I, I actually love that you brought up these questions because Chris and I weren't, weren't looking at these beforehand. Like you just kind of popped on there. And what I really enjoyed was these are extremely commonly misconstrued and misconcepted ideas or rumors, so to speak. And it's kind of like, where did these come from and how do we squash them for good? Right. Um, Right. So, and you know, I just want to throw down, if you have any thoughts, please get a hold of us. Let us know if if you have a a different input, if you have a different perspective, we love hearing from our listeners. Get a hold of us, podcast at powerblock.com. Also, you can support, you can subscribe, you can find our blog. You can actually find Chris Proctor on our blog, powerblock.com slash blog. Is there anything else that you want to throw down for our listeners or any other nuggets, Bun, that you want to uh, leave? Well, maybe you had some questions for a a personal trainer that you are afraid to ask or too embarrassed to ask or whatnot. Share them with us and we'll do the asking for you. That's a great idea. Reach out to us at podcast at powerblock.com and we'll um, we'll take care of you and we'll pass those questions on to a personal trainer for you and or we'll answer them ourselves. I agree. We should do this again sometime. And maybe you've had a life-changing story that you want to share with us. Reach out to us at my story at powerblock.com and we would love to share your story on the air. I agree. That's a good plug. Yes, my story at powerblock.com. It doesn't have to be massive either. It no. doesn't have to be a 100-pound loss. It could no. just be I started weight training during COVID and it t- totally rocks my world. Absolutely. That's it. That's all we want to know. Yep. Right? And yep. it doesn't have to be with power blocks either. It could yeah. be just in general. Exactly. Letting us know your results, your transformation, your positive mindset. Exactly. Flip. Keep Dig it short. It. Keep it sweet. We love it. Awesome. So to keep it short, keep it sweet, let's sign off, shall we? All right. Thank you so much for being here, Bun. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I'll see you next week. I'll see you next week. Dig it. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you. Thank you, Power Black, for having us. Yes. Toodles. Do you want to be a guest on our podcast? Or maybe you know someone who should be a guest on this pretty rad podcast. Please let us know. Give us a jingle. Podcast at powerblock.com is how you can reach out. Or if you think that there's a topic that you think we should cover, or maybe they just want us to shut up and stop talking. Either way, we would love to hear from you. Podcast at powerblock.com. And maybe you've had a life transformation. If you've gone from flab to fab and PowerBlock helped you get there, let us know. We want to hear about it. We want to hear your story. And if you let us use your story on the air, we're going to send you some free swag. T-shirt. T-shirt, hat, whatever. We're going to send you something. We're going to hook you up. And before you go, please feel free to hit that little notification button or the little bell to, so that you can actually know exactly when we're coming out with brand new episodes. Leave us a comment. Leave us some feedback. Even if you think we're full of shit, no problem. We want to hear from you because that is how we get better at what we do. Yep. Wait, don't go yet. One more thing. One more thing. After you're finished, after you're done, and we appreciate the fact that you've hung on this long, we're almost done, we're almost out of here, go ahead, check out powerblock.com. Dig it. You're going to find a whole array of home fitness equipment there that's going to make your life even better than it is right now. So check us out. We've got dumbbells, we've got barbells, we've got kettlebells, benches, stands, we've got everything you need everything. to get set up and running. Check it out. You won't be disappointed. We'll see you next time. Thanks for being here.